0: I actually don't mind this holding a microphone, it's kind of... look
1: like a rock star. Feel free. You should tilt
0: your yeah. camera a bit down if you can. <laughs> Whoa! with arms right open. Great, dude. Content catch Hello, everyone,
1: and welcome to episode 17 of the Content Catch-Up. My name is Michael Barker, and this is Julian Wallace, as usual. Thank you for tuning in, and... What <laughs> Nice little nice little intro there. You're you're holding your mic today. Um what are you what are you doing over Yeah, here?
0: I've really cooked myself here. Like I my mic's got one of those like elasticy cages and uh it's just all gone to shit really, Bark. So it's the only way you've to describe lost, it. I don't know what's going on. You've lost the ability to function at five o'clock.
1: We have tried a new yeah um what, what evening recording. Oh, it's not my mic. evening, evening recording. recording time slot um yeah. Brought on to you by Jenna Fulton, of which we'll go into soon, but she sort of inspired us. Maybe a bit of a new trend.
0: Yeah, I actually don't mind it. Um, we were thinking next time if we make the the times line, we could have a little little tinny or a little drink. Yeah, on nice. The side here. Yeah,
1: maybe we could have a um, spawn.
0: A, a spawn, yeah, there. a little CC and dry That's spawn. The cool you kids say? A Spawn, spawny. Spon?
1: Yeah, well, we'll try to get someone on board. But how, how's lockdown treating you? Week week two of lockdown. If um, you're listening, you don't know Melbourne's in lockdown.
0: You love lockdown. Doo, you do? Doo, doo. You're a
1: homebody that you don't like to socialise. So
0: I don't, I don't <laughs> not like. Sorry, that I do like going out. But I also look. The bank account was taking a bit of a hit after um, an extended lockdown um, last Absolutely, year, yeah. and just trying to make up for lost time. So. It's probably coming to good time, um, and we only get paid monthly, so we've still got another two weeks to pay, and I, I fear that if I had continued along my current trajectory of pay that um, it would have <laughs> yeah. been a lot of eggs for dinner. Are, so, you,
1: um, are you asking for a pay rise live
0: on it <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just asking for some serious budgeting help. That's my, that's my, that's my biggest ballsy, problem. Ballsy move, Wallace. It's right. It's all right. What about you? How's, how's lockdown treating you?
1: Lockdown's fine. Lockdown's good. You know, treating. I mean, it's nothing. It's not the worst. Being stuck at home with, you know, Elise, the dog. But I wouldn't do. It. I wouldn't work from home every day, given no. the choice. But,
0: but hopefully, I, I heard a hopefully, little hopefully rumor. The last one that yeah, um, Elise might have brought you in an espresso martini while you were finishing off work yesterday.
1: Yeah, she did. She did. She had a nice little uh, Zoom drinking sesh with the gals. As, as How's something like that there?
0: service, mate? I know. Like, that's it. Add in a sound effect that's like wedding music because we got to talk about this.
1: You talk about it every week. In fact, I know, but I mean, we're going
0: <laughs> to talk about it one more time.
1: What do you want to talk about? It,
0: why isn't there a ring on that finger? She's bringing it's, you espresso martinis while you work.
1: That's... What? Well, so you think I'm that shallow that you just need to buy me gifts and I'm sold?
0: How yeah. How
1: at life? I'll spend <laughs> <the> rest.
0: <laughs> I reckon that'd be the key to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> If <laughs> I could train Byrne to, to bring me a little drink while I work, I reckon I'd marry That's
1: you that's that's you've got that's a bit issue. I've got an issue with that.
0: Anyway. Okay. Well we're not talking about my issues today. What are we talking about what today? What are talk about.
1: No, we're talking about we had a guest this week, finally.
0: We we did have a guest. Uh,
1: from the Gold Coast Suns. Um I tried to link it up with a bit of a on this day moment. Oh, on this day fact for my intro that
0: that's a brutal I was listening. i was listening
1: back to it that's the best worst introduction we've had on this show but anyway jenna is from the gold coast suns and you'll hear plenty more from her soon but um yeah she was it's very uh, uh, very enjoyable chat jules um and yeah. might as well just stop talking about it and actually go straight into it what do you reckon
0: yeah i reckon i reckon we go into it here's jenna from the gold coast suns
1: Welcome back, everyone, friends and enemies. Welcome back to another episode. Um, Today we are joined by Jenna Fulton. Now Jenna is from the Gold Coast Suns and Julian. Yes, Barker. I did some extensive. I did some extensive research for this one because a bit of on this day five five days ago, ten years ago though. Wait, Gold Coast Suns made their debut. That
0: math just does not work in my head. Five five (laughs) days ago. What?
1: Five days ago, but ten years ago, on that on the fifth day ago, that's terrible English. The Gold Coast sons made their debut, so it's appropriate that Jenna is joining <laughs> <the> us. <house>. Anyway, <laughs> show. welcome, Jena. Thank How you so much
2: for having me. Hey, Jenna. Excited to be here.
0: That's a great intro, Barks. It's a it's a good start. <laughs> just confuse everyone before we even get kicked off. <laughs> that was a big big lead up.
1: <laughs> I tell you what, I tell you what though. Like when I looked at when they made they do debut, if you said that you guys have been like existing for 10 years. it feels like ages.
2: Yes, it does. It's, <laughs> it's, it's strange because, yeah, we did a lot of content around it um, over the last few weeks. So it is strange looking back and, like, contacting a few old players. But, yeah.
0: First kind of nice. team of the decade celebrations are always, like, controversial. Did you, did you have much feedback on that team of the decade that you put out?
2: Not overly. Because I was just like, "Oh, I just chose the panel, um, there was a lot of feedback, like you've got to engage with guys like Gorringe, yes, and always have to put their two cents in, so I was like trying to like think of a reply to him like on the spot being like quick before his comment gets too many likes, but yep, oh, yeah, not too bad
0: always um it's always fun having to deal with Daniel goringe, and we say that because familiar He's he's one of our one of our friends um at Carlton, but he is an interesting character. Lo- loves social media, doesn't he?
2: Yes. I did have to get in contact with him, um, a little, not long ago, um, to do for our first, um, ever win, um, that he was a part of uh, and it was actually, he was actually very helpful and he was very good with that. So, um, I'll give him the credit, the credit's <laughs> due. you was very good there. <laughs>
0: Jenna, we're going to jump straight into this because I'm sure all our listeners know that Barks and I are tired asses and we only have 40 minutes on the Zoom. So, we're going to kick off with the one-minute brief, which is a quick way for us to get to know you a little bit better. Welcome to the one-minute brief. Your time starts now. So, first off, what is your nickname?
2: Um, I don't really have a nickname at work. If anything, it's just J.F.,
0: um what is your official job title
2: uh it's digital and social media coordinator
0: what is the favorite bit of content that you've worked on
2: Ooh, um probably a couple of the milestone um videos that we've done um a couple of years ago pierce hanley's 150th we kind of got in contact with a lot of his family members and people overseas and a lot of his mates were like all over the world um, so, and we just like really didn't let on anything to him. Um, and it was just the last minute, Hey, like we've got a last minute, um, messaging we need you to do in the studio. Can you come, come in? And we kind of just played in the video and he got a bit emotional. So it's always good when you get a tear out of a player. So.
0: <laughs> that is <laughs> that great. Terrible. I feel like um, yeah, milestones so. like that can, can go one of two ways. Like you either get players yeah. who who really get really emotional for it or others that are just kind of like, yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. Hundred games, whatever.
1: Yeah, move on. Yeah, move,
0: move he on. He tried
2: to hold it in, but Yeah. We got it out of him.
0: Um, and this one, our favorite question to ask. What is your best non work skill?
2: Um, I don't do much outside of work, sadly. <laughs> um, I'd have to say I'm gonna party chick, I can spin a ball on my finger pretty well.
1: Ooh. Oh do you have a ball <laughs> in your own? I do, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> you can't say that enough to it. I'm a bas- gym- I, play, I play basketball, Jenna, so that is, I'm jealous of that because I feel like whenever you say you play basketball, people expect you to be able to do that, but you've won up to me there.
2: Well, I do it and people are like, oh, you play basketball. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: oh. I just got the trick. But choice. I can <laughs> spin the ball on my finger.
2: <laughs> but I can spin a ball. I worked at a gym for eight years. So that's all I can do. <laughs>
1: um, Let's go into work life so I know you've you've been there for is this your fourth season at the Suns
2: yeah fourth season
1: yeah so you probably weren't quite at um I guess the time of establishing who the hell the Suns were online and their social identity and stuff like that but is it sort of exciting um being one of the faces of the newest teams in in the AFL like talk to uh, talk to us a bit about that and like if you were or if you're still involved in um I guess finding a bit of the identity and your staples in your week-to-week content I guess
2: yeah. So I came and it was kind of, so it was Dewey's first year as head coach. Um, and then it was kind of like the last year that, um, Maisie and then were captain. So I kind of got to experience like the whole shift in like losing both your captains and then the shift of like, not, don't want to say rebuild, but a rebuild. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, kind of, yeah, the culture shift that kind of went from there. And then when I started like, the platforms didn't really have much of a personality or a brand. Um, so the club worked really hard in kind of like engaging the community, um, and the players and the staff with coming up, um, just kind of with more of a brand to like the club. And I think that's where we got, um, that hashtag challenge accepted, um, which is, obviously we get some negative feedback on that from time to time, which, but that comes with the job. Um, so yeah, there was a lot of hard work put in to coming up with that brand. And then from there, like, I kind of just really wanted to bring more of like the human personality to the channels. Um, so, um, thankfully my manager kind of just let me just, instead of having like my, um, putting the door in like different areas, I just kind of took over the platforms and then, yeah, kind of, kind of gave it a human element and then, from there, like obviously we got an AFLW team and then AFLW um, Instagram account, um, and then just trying to do like some normal things differently from like your everyday content that everyone does, injury updates, um play it around like every everything we do each week to um trying to like change up contract announcements and stuff like that.
0: When you say you um you like embrace the community to kind of define your your persona what 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 did you what did you do did you like talk to other local footy clubs local members um and kind of get a sense of who they were to better reflect who you were online is that what you kind of did
2: yeah, I think like I wasn't overly involved in like that whole process. Um, but we have a lot of tie-ins with a lot of our um, local junior clubs. So they're like heavily involved and we're heavily involved with them when it comes to like, um, players go out to the junior clubs, quite a bit and do visits and stuff like that. So it's just kind of getting that, um, cause obviously not everyone on the coast follows AFL and not many people, um, do. But yeah, it was kind of just getting that engagement with the community, and like, this is who we are, and this is what we want to bring. So,
0: I guess yeah. kind of like building on that a little bit. Um, Queensland is probably not as traditional as a of an AFL environment as um, like Melbourne or even South Australia or even Western Australia. Does that make it a little bit harder or, or a little bit easier for you when you, when you're kind of coming up with content and and even you know engaging the community, like you said
2: i think it's hard because like i've never worked in a like traditional footy environment so this has always been like the norm for me um but obviously people i've worked with know knows how it is in victoria and i've like obviously experienced that going down for games and stuff like that um so i definitely think like in a different way it's harder because you've got to teach like the community like players names whereas like if you're a Richmond supporter, you know every single one of their names or whatnot. Like, so I think we gotta, we, we spend a lot of time on like educating like the non footy fan on like players names, like even rules about footy or then even just coming up with stuff that's different. So it can be engaging, like, cause people, we, I think we find a lot of people that follow us aren't actually like AFL fans. They just follow us because they're like, Oh, this is a Gold Coast club and they do good content or something like that. Um, for example, like, last night mid-season draft I think our announcement of the player got 50 likes and then we put up a tweet saying um when you realize you've got a net and of flanders on your list and I think that's up to and I think that's I think that's up to like 900 likes because people are like oh that's funny like
1: and it's and it's more relevant to them I think that's quite a unique perspective or a a unique situation more so because like Just you said like you gotta literally tell your fans who your players are when like usually like we're so used to especially being in Melbourne like it it feels strange to try to you do it with new players but it feels strange that you have to part of your role is to actually explain who the hell is on your team. Do you sort of like strip it back to basics of I guess like player profiles and is there sort of something you do that is really basic to you but it's sort of how you explain who is on your your team.
2: I think for us is like really showing kind of like the inner sanctum um, getting to show players personalities as much as we can so people can recognize them and whatnot. Um, and then I think like this year we've kind of steered away from a little bit, but like the last couple of years, like team announcement, even just on Instagram, we'd lay out the entire, like every position, every number and first name and last name. Whereas so like a lot of clubs are just either last name or just a list or link him bio for the full team but whereas we were like making sure it's like and we had a player headshot with full name number every and position so it was just like just little details like that i think that we tend to think about a lot more
0: it's funny it's funny that you mentioned that it's probably like something that we do take for granted um down here like while while we are at the forefront of everyone's mind and that comes with its own difficulties there's a lot of things that we we don't have to not not work as hard at but we don't have to put as much effort and even that small example with team selection like coming from carlton's perspective we completely like wound it back this year just because we thought it it wasn't a way it was wasn't worth our time doing like a whole video or a whole graphic or whatever it might be yeah um yeah it's just, it's just a little bit different like i guess you don't have a full appreciation of how other people do things and the reasons that they they do it. But that makes complete sense if you're trying to educate a community around who your players are and form that connection.
2: Yeah, because to like the everyday footy fan, you think, oh, they're really dumbing this down. But I'm like, most yeah. of our fans have got no idea what's going on. like, And they just want to be kind of like a part of the Suns community because it's a yeah. Gold Coast AFL team.
1: I had one. The next one I had written down, I was sort of laughing to myself because it's very much <laughs> we can all relate to working for a team that isn't great on field and there are times where you know week to week you're probably not expecting a win. Um, I guess back when, not so much now, but like back when I guess your early years, did you find it hard to stay motivated in such a like result-based industry?
2: I think you can get really frustrated and then quite flat because – you're obviously invested in your team. Um, mm. and then it's just something that's just not even in your control. So you got to kind of bring yourself back and be like, this is in my control. I can still make good content, even if they're not doing so well. But then with that, you get the risk of like, you want to do something a bit more on, like light hearted side, but then people are like going to rip you apart because the team's not winning. So
1: yeah, like, it's a- so,
2: yeah. So it's just it's- like, this is not a reflection <laughs> on me. Like, come on
1: so that's a good point no we, we talked about it so often about how winning or losing impacts the amount of fun you can have like so many people like you sort of explain what we do for jobs and then they're like oh there must be such a funny rhyme but when you're losing you literally so much element of or so much so many opportunities are taken away from you purely because your team's not winning and that is, yeah. that, that is a bit frustrating
2: yeah for sure there's definitely been so many times where it's like the opportunity to do something like really funny but I'm like be lost and you don't want to like take the piss so it's unfortunate but it is it is the industry that it is
1: is that where you've sort of fallen you said you put it like a big focus on the inner sanctum sort of stuff as opposed to like your typical i guess your real rusted on fan content
2: Mm -hmm. yeah i think like in that instance if you've had
1: like a few losses in a row you've got
2: to really just got to strip it back and bring it to the fans and show that the like back yourselves and show that the boys are training hard they're doing the work and that's just kind of like all, all the fans want to see at that point in time
0: <laughs> refer back to ned flanders yeah it's funny because we um like we're probably at that stage now as well where we're thinking about content because obviously we're not getting all the content that we win that would normally come uh, that would normally come from a win or from like really good results so that even that trading thing you said i think we had a meeting the other day and we're like ah shit like what do we do like we've got nothing coming up like until this and we're like training highlights like that'll work it's just just to show people that they're actually on the track such they're 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 not losing games on purpose (laughs) (laughs) um, i guess with gold coast and and it's probably not too much the case anymore but they do have like a significantly younger list um than most other teams and i guess because it's not as rich a a club that's tied up in a a lot of the tradition that a lot of the older clubs are like with past history and scandal and all that kind of stuff um it it does it does seem as though it's a lot easier to produce content with with players who maybe have a better understanding of social media and not so restricted um is that the case? Like, is this this pipe dream that we're all living down here with like old, old teams that just don't want to do anything on social?
2: Yeah, I think definitely to an extent. Um, I remember like my first couple of years, like Michael, Chris was still on our list Yeah, and you'd ask him to do something and he'd be like, Jenna, you know better. <laughs> and and then you get like guys that come in who are like, oh, I just want to get followers. So they're happy to do anything. Um, and then there are the younger boys that are like, nah, like not too cool, but like, just don't want to buy it. So, um, there is like back and forth, but, um, you get guys that come and at, when they first come, you're like, do you talk like, I'll use Jai Fara, for example, <laughs> like Jai, like Jai is not even young. He's 24. Like yeah, he, Well he's young, but like we, uh, we drafted him when he was here, yeah, about 23, 24. And when he first came, I was like, do you speak like, like, just, I was just like, yeah. and now, and now he's happy to do anything. Like he's come, like, it's really cool to see them kind of come out of their shell. Yeah. Um, especially with, um, indigenous round just gone. He got to design some, um, boots through his boot sponsor. And he was just like, so keen to talk about them and so passionate about it. And I was just like, you've changed so much <laughs> in like, in such a good way.
0: You always forget like, um, that they're people just like us. And I mean, as with everyone else, like there are people that are really shy and just don't want to talk and then there's people that yeah. just won't shut up. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, I was about to say, I don't know if you guys have, like, found this, but I, I do think that a lot of, and Matthew Cottrell is a good example, that mm. the initial ones that come across as very quiet are sometimes the best in terms of interviews and doing content. I don't yeah. know if you found that, Jenna, <laughs> but, like, the first impression of what someone's like could be the complete opposite. And Matthew Cottrell, <laughs> I've never seen a more outgoing <laughs> person that comes across the complete opposite Um,
2: yeah and then you can get like the exact opposite of that where someone's like genuinely really funny off camera that you put (laughs) a camera in front of them and they're like straight back in their shell and you're like come on i know you're there
1: (laughs) it's a real reminder that yeah you're right where you're you're all humans like (laughs) like us
2: i think like another example of that like you got people like noah and rowley which like everyone just loves that story because they're best friends (laughs) yeah um but like And whereas Riley comes across this character like that doesn't give too much but you put them in a room together and because they're so different, they just work really well together and it's yeah. like always comes, especially if they're in a funny mood. You get them in the studio and they're in that kind of mood. It's just always going to be a laugh.
0: <laughs> does that does that come with its own like challenges in a way? Like do you have to sometimes rein them back in and just be like, whoa, boys, like it still is. Not a production. Not too
2: much. It's pretty funny. Like a couple of weeks ago, I actually asked rally to just film like a Mother's Day message for me, yeah. and no, it's just like, why don't you want me too? <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was like, you know, I was like, we love you too, equally. But he was there at the time. <laughs> I
1: was, I was actually gonna, um, when when you were talking about the young talent, I was gonna say touch on Raleigh. Is, is rally exactly how he comes across? Because I don't think I've seen a young player that seems so unique but so beloved by everyone like it just doesn't seem like anybody could dislike this man
2: yeah it's just so hard to describe i love rally like he's such a legend um but yeah it's pretty much yeah it is it is what you get with him um it's just funny because like he's just not big on social media (laughs) and so i remember when like he got those first like few votes um and on those first few games he played and apparently like over the dinner tale they were like, have you seen this meme? Like, have you seen this? Like, no, was like, have you seen this? And he's like, no, I haven't seen anything. Like he had no idea. <laughs> Which is like, I think what's I think that's like the best thing about it. That he's just got no idea if something's like I said to I can't even remember what it was, but like last end of last year he went viral for something else. And I was like, oh you've you've gone viral again. Oh the notebook it was, it was, it, was the, <laughs> it was the notebook and I was like oh you've gone viral again. He's like what now? He's just like he's like well he's like I'm just living my life like kind of thing. Um, but yeah, I was like oh it's your notebook and he was like I was writing notes. <laughs> like, but he's like I don't even want to see it. He's like I don't want to see it, which is like so
0: good because he's so level headed like
2: that. He just like gets on with it.
0: Which is like the way you've got to be. I think like you you can't take yourself too seriously otherwise you'll go down the trap of like not ever wanting to do anything for anyone. And it's what we're trying to um, like. I think the biggest thing with some of our players is we're trying to communicate them. Like the more open and the more easygoing you are, the more potential you have later in your career to do other stuff. Otherwise you kind of end up in a hole and what do you do if you don't want to go into the regular workforce? Like media opportunities yeah, sure. that yeah. come out for those with personalities.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's, all, and it's also like we're not actually wanting you to be anything but yourself. Yeah. Like literally just be who you are and that will be the best case for us as well.
2: And normally there's another reason why we're getting you to do this content.
1: Exactly. exactly. Yeah, haven't <laughs> just, just pulled you out of a hat and was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, you could do this. Yeah. Um, you said that – so your first season was when Dewey joined. Do yeah. you find – touch on touch on making their mark, so the people that aren't across it. It's an Amazon documentary series that um, – how many teams was in it? Six – Six? Oh, I don't even know now. Yeah, six or so. But anyway, um, it was a real cool inner sanctum series on Netflix. <laughs> no, no it Amazon. It was on Amazon. <laughs> <actually yet>. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, um, not sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> um, anyway, it was a good real inner sanctum piece, and I think for someone like the Gold Coast Suns, it probably provided a lot more exposure than you've had. Did did that change anything? Um, I guess inside the team. I don't
2: think really like inside. I think everyone just got kind of used to those guys being around. Yeah. Um, and then I think it was really like a different, no one had really seen that kind of side to Dewey before, um, where he's like, they show him cracking jokes and whatnot. And then his infamous spray, um, to you guys, actually, I'm <laughs> <up> in Darwin <laughs> and which, which like he hated, well, I think he hated because he's not really one to ever spray the place. They just happened to capture that one. Um, and yeah, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, that really like funny side of him kind of thing, like where he's cracking jokes and showing his personality. And I just remember we got a lot of positive um, feedback on Twitter about him just because everyone was like, oh, like he's a human. Yeah. I'm like, oh, funny that. Like,
0: Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, like, I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of the Making the Mark documentary. I found it like, I mean, there's no, nothing relates to anything I'm about to say. But I found it hit like too close to home in terms of like the the hub and reliving yeah. that again. Like just didn't couldn't be bothered really watching <laughs> That's it. That's the again. point,
1: Jules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for well, sure.
0: But, but the <laughs> bits I did love were anything that involved <laughs> Dewey. I thought they were like so real in terms of like just showing that all these personalities do exist in a a football world, and that not every co- coach is like a Alistair Clarkson who is so rigid and whatnot like most of them are yeah, nice people
2: sure. yeah definitely and i i do agree about it bit watching it back i was like oh well, this is triggering yeah.
0: <laughs> and i think like um because eddie was in it as well for us um i don't know any scene that was in there apart from trying to work out whether we were in it and whether we were going to get screenshotted and sent around to all of our mates nonstop. it was just kind of like this didn't happen in the sequence that I remember it happening and while this was happening <laughs> yeah. there was ten other things going on. I was like, it just blew my mind too much.
2: I, I agree. I think that was one where it was like we were in Wollongong and then we were back on the gold coast and then we we're back at Wollongong and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> it's like but, did you um, count
1: how did you count how many times you were uh, in the background, Jenna, or was that just me?
2: I can't say I counted but uh, there was a few times where I was like oh I really thought I got out of that shot um, <laughs> but I definitely had some friends um, send me recordings of myself which is great
0: Barks just wants I to brag about flat. how many he was in there
1: no I was pretty flat I was once I yeah there yeah, once yeah um another social person from our team featured twice because we were having competitions <laughs> so it was pretty pretty flattening <laughs> I must admit
2: I reckon I might even have you there I reckon I got a couple more times than you
1: Ooh. Go back and watch it and just make, it, make a counter. I can't
0: watch that again. <laughs> this probably, um, we're going to take it to a different level, but I guess this kind of ties in a little bit. And to something you were saying early before, like all jokes aside, like none of us really have any talents outside of work and, and there's a good reason for it. Um, we were talking on our last episode, One of the um, one of our – few listeners wrote in and asked like how we deal with burnout. And the reality of the job is that you do spend a lot of time working and, and thinking about it nonstop. But have you got any tips for anyone else in this kind of similar position on dealing with burnout? Or do you find it f- affects you a lot?
2: I think my boss is if she's listening, my manager Ray, if she's listening, <laughs> she's gonna be very proud if I say this. <laughs> um but I think it's okay to take a day off. Um Yep. I think when I first started, like the first couple of years, she was drilling me, she's like, you know, you can take a day off. And I just thought I had to like work, 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 like work weekends and then work all week. But finally, like I've come to the point where I'm like, no, it's okay to like stop and switch off um, and not look at social media because the thing never sleeps. Yeah. So like, if you're not switching off and just taking a day and having um, some time to yourself, then yeah, it definitely catches up to you.
0: Do you find yourself like actively turning off social media when you don't have to be working?
2: Um, I'm not very good at it, um, but I've turned things like my Twitter notifications off, So, yep. which you would have noticed when I, my slow replies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Michael. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I've got stuff like just little things like that, turning like constantly having my Twitter notifications turned off. And yeah. so just doing doing the little things and trying to, just make conscious effort, and then you get your screen time report back Oof. on a Sunday, and you're like, "Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's a really good point." What you said at the start about, um, especially when like when you first start a job in this industry, and it might be your first job in this crazy sport uh, world, that you sort of think that oh, making a first good impression means not taking time off, but. You could almost flip it the other way of like if you if I'm seen to take some time off like the deserved time off then that is a good impression mm-hmm. but I yeah. feel like that'd be a very difficult <laughs> way to think because we all just want that first um, yeah good impression I guess
2: yeah for sure it's just yeah learning to learning to just take a break I think this is a hard thing
0: learning to yeah. say say no um, I guess is the other flip side of that is like when you get an email late at night just saying. Hey, it's uh, it's fucking ten thirty. Probably, yeah. probably not, right? <laughs> like, have you guys like saying here? no is a skill? <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it is. Like, it's not the world's not going to end if it doesn't get done that second. Yeah.
0: On the flip side of that, because I don't want it to, to to be the ultimate negative to kind of finish on. Where do you kind of find inspiration for for what you you do produce? And like, are there any accounts that you really like following? Is there anyone else in this space that you think is doing a really good job?
2: I think we, I think everyone probably draws a lot from American sports teams. Yep. <laughs> um, so cause, and we're the color red. So I like, it's a hard color to work, work around sometimes. <laughs> so I've, I tend to find myself looking at any team that's majority red and being like, how do they make red look nice? Um, that sounds weird, but that's how it is. Um, And then we're lucky enough to have our video producer um, Buddha, as we call him, he's very knowledgeable in the um, pop culture space. So he's done a lot of very funny little videos um, throughout the off season. That's done quite well. Um, So just, I think his knowledge of pop culture is insane. Um, Whereas like, I try to like give them some inspiration. I'm like, I'm helping. Um, but yeah, so I think definitely just like American sports teams, and then you've always there's always people around you that are like, oh you should do this.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you have to turn around and be like, Well, no, we can't for ten different reasons. Yeah. But thank you.
2: <laughs> but yeah. We lost. I like your idea.
1: <laughs> hey, has has Buddha sorry you said Buddha, isn't it? Yeah. Um, has he driven a lot of that sort of meme culture? Because I, f- I feel like you guys have come out with some very funny. Yeah, I think it was during the off season, um, whether it was signing signing videos or teasers, things like that.
2: Yeah, um, definitely. I think him and I work just like really well together. Um, I think when back last year, when um, one of, probably one of my favourite ones was back last year when the fixtures were getting announced like week by week, pretty much, oh. um, and then we found out we were playing in Sydney and we were like, Oh, let's try and do something fun for it. But it's not getting announced the next day. So we've got some time. But I think I like woke up at 2am and I was like, I've got it. (laughs) (laughs) I was like finding Nemo, P and 42 while he I was like, I was like, like, that's it. But obviously like I come up, like we can come up with the ideas, but he's going to do the hard stuff and make it look cool. Yeah. So I I did my bit and then I'm like, over to you.
0: Take
1: it. It's never when you want the art it's never when you want the ideas to come up.
2: Yeah. It's yeah, it was definitely I was just like couldn't sleep one night and I was like, what can we do? That's funny. And I was like, I've got it. I was like, it's two thirty, surely I can do something better at this time, like sleep.
0: <laughs> you gotta take the inspiration when it comes. Um, true, very true. Were you around when Gold Coast were playing games uh away in China? I was. What, were, what was that like?
2: I didn't have to go to any. Yeah. So I was kind. Of, that was when I was like pretty fresh, and I wasn't doing a lot of away games. Yeah. Um, and it also was kind of like not when on game day when inter stories were a massive thing. Yeah. Um, which sounds weird to think about now, but like it was kind of like a lesser of a priority. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't I didn't go to that, but I just remember the guys we had on the ground. It was just weird because they'd like send me stuff, and they're like, "Here you go," and I'm like what's happening
0: like it was just a very yeah very weird dynamic did, did you kind of have to like change your content approach at all like to did you try and capture anything from the Chinese market like I'm a, a bit like it's a bit baffling think, to think about
2: I think we I'm trying to think because we wore like the special Guernsey yeah and I think um Aaron young and Kalamamar Chi who both aren't with us anymore but they did go out in the Guernseys and then I had to do like the photo shoot out <laughs> somewhere in Chinatown. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, poor bloke. So just get would have just been copying skin. Aaron like had this like long blonde hair. Yeah. <laughs> so he just would have been copying stairs left, right, and center.
0: It's such a like, it's a weird thing when AFL try and expand to different areas. Like it's just, I can see why they do it, but China doesn't seem like a natural one to, to start with but it's still yeah, an it's interesting a, it's a random experience. one <laughs> those days ver- are over jules no <laughs> i was very
2: new then so i was just like "Ah, oh <laughs> I'll roll the it. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and then when someone asks you your opinion you're kind of like well look if it were me i probably <laughs> wouldn't say china <laughs> partnerships <laughs> oh dear love partnerships <laughs> thank you for jumping on and a quick notice like this is gotta say this is our first evening shoot and I am much for it, much more for it than the early mornings. So you might have helped us unlock something new in our kind of repertoire. So Uh, (laughs) thank you so much.
2: I I think, Michael, you asked me for like the last three Sundays. I was like, we're either flying or we're somewhere (laughs) or it's just my one day off. So It's
1: fine. You've got to take your days off, as you said. So it's the footy life. We can't help it. But no, we really appreciate it. And thanks for coming on.
2: No worries. Thank you guys for having me.
1: All right, Jules. What a chat. That was very insightful and I, I rather enjoyed it. What do you think?
0: I thought it was great. Um, I, I kept hyping on it in the interview, but I'm always just so curious, like what life or what football life is like outside of Melbourne. Yeah. And not to sound like, I hope I didn't come across as patronising in, in that little chat, but Melbourne's obviously like a big football-centric town. So, it's always interesting to hear um, how different People from like non traditional football areas, like even with Michelle, how they go about building interest in a in a sport that's not probably not the traditional um, or the main code in that area. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was I love hearing that stuff. Yeah,
1: no, I, I wholeheartedly agree. And I remember once my first um, experience with that. This goes off topic, but um, ages ago, I went up to Sydney, I think, to visit my cousin, and we went to some bar for a few drinks, and then I asked if they could put the AFL on, and nobody knew what I was talking mm. about. <laughs> like what is what is this, but you're right? we're so used to what it's like for us, and it was interesting to hear from Jenna of like how they've literally got to go back back to basics about telling people who the hell's on their team and how to actually get them to follow the suns and sort of dial in i guess
0: but in that like i i really um I really appreciate and I really respect the um what what Jenna was talking about when she said that they went back to the community and they tried to work out exactly what the community was interested in um and that's like one thing that you can easily lose sight of really is putting the fan first because to get the fan like to get the engagement or the interactions whatever else that might be it's you've got to do something that the fan wants to see and if you're not doing that then yeah like what are you doing really yeah
1: and it's a smart smart sort of um tactic for like a new team in a sense like you don't need to focus so much on Um, I guess, what the sport is. But the great thing about sporting clubs is the community. So if you focus on actually building that first, I think it's quite a um, smart initial goal, I
0: guess. Good way to get engagement from an early days. Yes,
1: and she has good perspective. I feel like Jenna had good perspective on um, just working in this sport, but like looking after yourself, like taking time off. I feel like she had her head screwed on with that sort of stuff. So it was good to hear. I know we go on about it sometimes, but it was good to hear um, someone else's perspective on it.
0: But we go on about it because it's bloody important. Oh, it is, yes. I mean, mean, yes. Good. Point. we don't waste time talking about shit, but No,
1: we would we'd never do that.
0: We would never do Speaking that. Speaking
1: of shit, <laughs> let's, let's, let's continue on to our next shit um, segment. What is it? I don't have- uh, are, we, are we doing yeah, egg of I thought of week? you, you wanted something up your sleeve. <laughs> I did last week. Well, one. I
0: always have something up, up my sleeve, right? Are they eggs? And let me tell you.
1: Wouldn't it be great? So, um, wouldn't it be great if you just pulled an egg out of your sleeve
0: (laughs) and just cracked it on my skull? But let me tell you a little bit of a story from today. So, lockdown obviously in Melbourne. um, And one of my goals for this year is to start shopping less at supermarkets and start shopping more at markets because I feel like I'm spending way too much money on vegetables and just throwing them out because I don't get to eat them all or they go off real quick. So today, I wandered down to the Queen Victoria Market um, to have a little bit of a stroll around, you know, you get a little bit of culture. There's some coffee. There's some, like, if, if you eat meat, there's like a shitload of deli meats that are just all hung up there. Really nice cheese, lactose intolerance. But, Bucks, do you know what the best deal that I got was there today? I have no idea what it could possibly be farm fresh eggs, which leads me into my main meal for this week is going to be
1: egg of the week eggs on eggs on eggs on eggs on eggs on eggs
0: Eggs on eggs on eggs
1: the week our favorite our favorite time of the podcast jules and i feel like i feel like you are going 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 to go into yours so don't don't let me stop you
0: no i'm not going to let you stop me i'm an unstoppable train here at the moment um <laughs> fair <enough>. i want to <laughs> i want to shout this out And Barks, I'm not going to try and bring up my screen because I've really only got one hand because I'm holding my microphone (laughs) like an absolute chump. (laughs) But um, scrolling through 7 AFL this morning, um, obviously if you're an AFL fan, Melbourne Demons have only lost one game so far this year and that's to the Adelaide Crows. Uh, 7 AFL, they've had a bit of a mare recently, I've got to say. like They haven't been... The most attentive in their their copy. Um, I'm going to show you on my phone. Um, it's a meme of Jamie Fox, I believe, and the caption says
1: "Chrome fans." Crom
0: fans. Now, I don't know. I'm not really into bird watching or um, whatever they call that. Like, I don't go out with the binoculars and try and work out different species of birds. But I'm pretty sure it's a crow. <laughs> not
1: that there's anything wrong? What do you that? reckon? I think
0: you're right but, though. Well, like. Well, like, the M and the W aren't even anywhere near each other on the the, the fucking keyboard. Like, what was this person well, thinking? Well, they probably
1: didn't think. They probably just typed. But credit to them, because I'm turning into a boss, because you told me that they can keep be yes. keeping it up and own it.
0: They've kept it's it great. up. So, yeah, like boss. More egg, though. Yeah. I wonder if that's like they're just doing that all on purpose, like they're being bad on
1: well, Purely for those, like, interaction stats? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny, actually um yeah yeah no fair enough i feel like you attack have you had a few um was that seven AFL or yeah look
0: seven oh, AFL i think i've gone fox footy as that's well right. no one's safe box no one's safe.
1: that's a good tagline um i'm gonna go with a very obvious one from this week um we, mm-hmm. we probably don't need to share my screen but i'm gonna do it just 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 because i can um just because i know how to because i'm a technology whiz
0: well, I would bloody do it. I'm Freddie Mercury right now with this like boom of a this. Well, I don't
1: even know the title.
0: The, oh, the Adelaide yes. um
1: what health officer or something. We probably we yeah. probably all heard it during the week. Uh, we can put a little snippet in the show, but she basically told people because of the COVID, uh, Sharon crackdown as our our boy Mark Stevens has put in this tweet. But she basically said oh, boy. in the press conference that if you're at Adelaide Oval and you get the ball near, you kicked into the stands to duck and don't touch the ball, but I'm sort of egging her for the way she talks about AFL footy like it's some sort of weird sport that she's never heard of, and maybe (laughs) she hasn't, but um, whatever your name is. Do you know her name? I don't know. (laughs) Health officer?
0: I don't know her name. You're the egg. She's not Brett Sutton, so I don't know. You don't care. Nah.
1: She's my egg. I couldn't go past that one.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, thanks. Just like duck duck the balls. Duck the balls. Duck the balls. That's an interesting tagline. Duck the balls. Um, <laughs> Take life by
1: the balls. <laughs>
0: Dodge bar. Everybody
1: is safe. Um, let's flip the switch, eh? Wait,
0: wait, wait, oh, you wait, got wait, wait, wait. I've got, okay, one, more I got one more egg. I've got one more egg. I'm going to have to, we might just have to do some editing here because I haven't got the the, um, the video up and ready to go. But um, did you see on social the other day, Channel 9's um, vaccination video?
1: With all the, um, what shows?
0: And With CDA, all the hosts? I think so, yeah.
1: You egging that?
0: I'm egging it. <laughs> I'm egging you because well well done on like showing all these boomers getting their, their fucking vaccinations. Well done. But you would have thought like in the production of that, did you did you not notice that there was not like one non white person in that video?
1: That's, that's a very, very good point. I don't I think I saw like I scrolled past that I didn't watch the whole thing, but <laughs> fair enough.
0: My god. Like, you've gone to all that effort to get all these, like, hosts together. or what and, not, and I'll stand corrected if there was someone that was non-white in there. But from the face value, it would have been very easy to just go and sort that out properly. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> a, you would think so in this day and age. A fair enough egg from you, sir. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, can we move on to uh, Boss of the Week
1: now? You got more.
0: We can move on. Yeah? In. Okay. Yeah. Boss of the Week, Boss of the Week. Boss, 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 boss of the
1: week. Boss of the week. Um, I had one quick one, and I'm going to just do it straight away because I'm I'm sort of the boss on this show. I think you know in many ways. Um, <laughs> yes, you I'm are. I'm just going to boss go the Carolina Panthers for taking it back. Just complete take. Oh, fucking hell! I'm just going to run with that. <laughs> Here we go. Taking their con, stripping their content back is what I was trying to go to. Um. Just just this. Just Facebook posts of white text on whatever background and going, Who's the biggest Panthers, you know? Oh Panthers fan, you know, fuck it. This time slot's killing me, Jules. <laughs> Tell us how you became a Panthers fan. Is she just they're just stripping back content to its purest basic form and judging by um this tweet, it's working. And a, a little thread of um other brands doing it such as Budweiser in the US. And I believe it just it works. And I just sort of bossing it because sometimes we overthink what the hell we should do and just post text saying tell us how you became a Panthers fan.
0: A really interesting example there. Let's um let's put that in our little spreadsheet box because I think that's a good example of um of how you we sometimes over complicate content. Like exactly if it gets engagement is it not like worth doing
1: and those things would build um what we're going back to before sort of build the community like that's what people love posting exactly if they're scrolling on like facebook that's probably what they're looking for
0: just like start talking about it
1: talk about it um what are you you don't don't have a boss this week? that's this
0: oh actually i do and and it kind of like ties into content as well i've I've adjusted my hand, so I'm going to try and share my screen here. Um, give me one second. I've got it queued up. All right. So, Bucks, I don't know if you, you. you would have been watching, but the Carlton-Sydney game the other day? Uh, yes, I, um, I, I I actually worked it. So. Y- you, you worked it, yeah. Um, so, at one stage, there was a, a kick that went – I'm just going to leave this playing in the background, but um, I think Isaac Heaney oh, yeah. may have kicked – the ball into like the third tier of the stadium when he kicked a goal. And this little girl, Etta, actually marked the ball and there was this great photo afterwards of her like hugging the ball that you can see like she didn't want to give it back um and this is real credit to the swans this is also a great bit of content we'll chuck it up in the the spreadsheet for everyone to watch but um they went and found edda and they actually gave her like this whole experience and and filmed the whole thing and i think they got her to meet isaac heaney it looks like down the bottom here and she got the ball that was signed and again like nothing out of this world in terms of the thinking behind it or whatnot but like so i've stopped that on a really scary screenshot um (laughs) Um, but like, just a great little bit of content there from, um, Michelle and the team. So, bosses there, kudos to you, you all at, uh, the Sydney Swans. And Michelle runs a great ship up there. So, um, it's, yeah, congratulations. Great little bit of content. It's
1: just, um, opportunistic. That's, that's, that's all it is. Yeah. And it's, that's what it takes sometimes because, yeah, everyone love that. You don't need to be a Swans fan. Um, no, feel good. I was going to, feel good feel shit. Feel good shit. Wholesome. Tears. Oh, I don't know why there'd be tears in that. <laughs> but, um, I want to tell you, when I first watched that video, Jules, I might, yeah, I might um, even egg the mother of that daughter. Of
0: the, oh, here we go. The- Are we going back to egg of the week? We've never well, done because this.
1: Because it reminded me, I think she was fluffing around with her phone in the moment and she missed the photo. So if you go back to that video just in your spare time, you don't need it right now. 25 seconds, I think, Let's on that video. I believe. Her camera didn't do? look like she actually got the photo.
0: Oh, uh, she didn't get the photo. When, You're right. What's she doing? So I'm pretty sure. She, oh, actually, no, no, she got it. She got it. She got it. Are you sure? Just. Yeah, yeah. Her camera was lagging, but it looks like if you go to 20 seconds, it looks like she gets the screen up.
1: Okay. Well, I'm actually not looking at it, but I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah,
0: I think she just gets it up. Because
1: I think her, the father
0: took the ball away too quickly. I'm egging both of them. Maybe. Well, if we're going back to eggs, can I also go ahead and do a double egg, boss? A what? That's
1: madness.
0: And it, <laughs> that's madness. Um, LeBron James. What, for losing? <laughs> for walking off the court oh, five yeah. minutes that's before bad. the game's finished. can Sookie LeBron over there. But on the flip side of that, don't try and defend him. No, I'm, no, no. I'm no not I, was, here I was about to actually say you can LeBron. egg me
1: because we can go back to my predictions.
0: Ah uh, yes, I wonder You put predictions out, but um, I want to egg him for that because that's just real sooky behavior. Like stay out for the entire game. Yeah, that's fair. You and but the boss of it is, I saw that he um went and gave Devin Booker. oh yes, he's like they did a Guernsey swap after the game. Yes. so clearly got over his little tantrum and um and then you know was the LeBron that you love Well, I
1: mean, we could we could just not. He could just be needing to go for a shit. Like we don't know. You reckon? <laughs> oh, it could be. You reckon? I actually find those those jersey slash swaps so funny because that photo looked like Devin Booker didn't give it back to LeBron. So, what if what if LeBron just walked down the hallway and he, like, here you go, mate, he's a signed jersey. But what if Devin Booker he's didn't like, want it? <laughs> like,
0: I don't want to give you this like, jumper. I'd,
1: I do you. I don't care about you. Okay.
0: You're just a hack, mate. <laughs>
1: oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. It's my father. All right, well. Can I just shout out? Yes,
0: you. You. Before
1: you wrap us up, um, quick, I had a tweet, um, from our account. New, new bit of a favorite, um, Twitter account for you, video nuffies out there. Just that, just
0: video nerds. video
1: nerds. AV rats, as you like to call us. Um, AV rats. Praise the cameraman is a new Twitter page that I'm finding enjoyable to follow. It's at praise the Man. Just go praise the cameraman. But um, it's just a little. I don't know where they're getting these pieces from. But um, so right now, like we're. Oh, I'm not even going to go into what we're watching right now. But it's basically just behind the scenes of things that are filmed. But they go from the uh, behind the scenes perspective of how the hell it was filmed. And most of them are just social media bits, usually filmed on their phone. But I think it's pretty entertaining, like this one, Jules.
0: Yeah, nice shot. When are we, um, what about, where does this stop though? Does it, it's an awesome account, but then is it They praise the cameraman's cameraman? <laughs> how far, how I deep do we go here? I don't know. It's, uh, and why have they got like a Nazi thing at the, uh, as their whoa, 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 what's going on here, bud? This? No, Dick, the cover image. What kind of accounts are you tweeting about? Oh. Look at the cover image. Oh. What's going on here, oh, Bucks? Oh okay. cut, cut, cut. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Apart anyway, from that cover
1: photo, pretty, pretty interesting account that has got going. Like
0: this movie. Yeah, a, very interesting. Yeah, it looks like a <laughs> <Nazi
1: sentiment. laughs> Stop share. Anyway, I just i'd <laughs> shout that out because
0: it's an interesting follow. Oh dear. Yeah, good
1: call. Okay,
0: guys, wrap it up. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed our episode with Jenna. And Jenna, once again, thank you yes, for making the time. Thank you. Um, um, we'll give her a round of it's applause. It's a real pleasure to hear, hear from you. I, I can't give a round of applause, mate. I've got one hand. Come on, just give it up, Tills. <laughs> it's not funny unless you're watching the YouTube version. Snap, snaps. Um Anyway, that's us for a week. We'll be back with a, a regular episode next week, but we are working away at a, another couple of guests in the near future. So stay tuned. And um, as always, remember to like, follow, and subscribe on social media. Just search the content catch up. Full episodes up on YouTube if you want to see all the shenanigans that are going on behind the scenes, including my uh, makeshift microphone stand. And TikTok.
1: Big TikTok. And Jules TikTok,
0: yeah. Jump on. I'm trying to go viral. So, um, viral, oh, Michael. viral. okay. Viral. Anyway, this has now become the, the longest outro in history. So, almost, peace out, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Love your mothers. Almost,
1: almost as bad as my Jenna intro. And love your mothers was a very oh creepy God. way to end it, but we will end it. Thank you, everyone. Okay, bye bye. <laughs> love your mothers. Wow.